Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode on All Things Life. I do apologize if the episodes have been inconsistent, but I try really hard to put together content that not only is interesting, but more importantly, it's valuable and useful for you guys. So before we dive right in, um, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you guys are listening on. I'd greatly appreciate it so I can grow this podcast and reach as many people and try to change as many lives as I can. So let's jump right in. Today's episode is going to be about choices. And life, it's constantly a set of choices from tiny ones to large life-changing ones. Um, you know, getting married, having kids, like huge choices, all the way down to the tiny ones. And we may struggle with the small ones. Those can be like your daily habits. Um, But there's also those life-changing ones. They can be pretty daunting too. How do we know if we're making the right choice? How do we, in a sense, organize our minds and eventually make better choices? So here's how I see it. No matter the size and the implications of the choice, it always starts off with tiny ones. And they may not matter at first glance, but until you stack them up and realize your large choices are actually wrapped into your tiny ones. And we'll get into that. So what are these tiny choices? They can be certain things such as, should I get a burger or should I eat something healthier? Should I go on a run or you know, chill out and watch this Netflix episode? Should I read 10 pages of this book or just continuously scroll on Twitter? Should I wake up in the morning and dedicate my time to, you know, something that'll change my life or sleep 15 more minutes? I know that's a big one, (laughs) maybe especially for me. So when it comes to tiny wins, there's a psychological aspect to it as well. It's kind of like the power of probability where if you win more often on these tiny ones, your mind is more likely to, you know, be motivated and pushed towards winning choices things that will give you more tiny wins, things things that will continue that pattern. And this is not to say that you're never going to make the wrong choice or that what I'm telling you guys today is going to basically be the, the problem solver to everything. You're never making a wrong choice. Life doesn't work that way. If you guys have tuned in and listened to some of my other episodes, there's always a yin and yang to every subject, to every topic, to everything. So these tiny wins one thing you should be conscious about is when you do lose because there's going to be a streak of 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 wins and you can let those wins when the loss comes along to basically cancel out so you also have to know the art of losing you have to know when you've made a wrong choice what you learned from it and how you can move forward it's actually more important in my opinion to define yourself based on your losses than your actual wins. The reason why I say that is because those losses and how you react to them are actually the places that most people fail. A lot of times people, it's it's easier to kind of make a, an okay choice, have a tiny win and move on with your life. But a lot of times people get crippled and they crumble under that loss, no matter how small it is. I've noticed that when you're on this pattern of trying to set up your day, even the tiniest bit of a loss can throw off your entire day. That's the power of it. Your losses are actually as important as your tiny wins. They go hand to hand. 
I like I like to say that I want to be defined by my losses because they were things that were supposed to break me down, but they couldn't. I kept going. You know, going beyond that, we can also say that these tiny choices define who we think we are. Like, if I consider myself a runner, watching Netflix doesn't excite me as much as running can. If I consider myself a writer, if I'm scrolling on Instagram, that doesn't give me the goosebumps that I get when I start to write, you know, especially something that resonates or something that I think is beautiful. So you have to really ask yourself, what type of person are you when you're making these choices? And we'll get into this a little bit more, but when it comes to the bigger decisions in life, I know personally I've struggled with those big choices because it's like you really don't want to make the wrong one. And, you know, like, should I buy this car or should I not? Should I buy a different car? Is this um, fuel efficient? Is this going to get me from point A to B? Like, what is insurance on it? It's just all these nuances that you have to worry about. Certain emotional choices can even be more daunting. Like, should I stay with this partner? Should I break up? And there are numerous external and internal factors to all of this. But one that doesn't get enough shine, in my opinion, is your intuition. We always brush it under the rug and don't really pay attention to it because it's not really based on some scientific thing that we can comprehend and understand. But listening to your intuition, it gives you like a clue as to which decision to move towards. And the trick here from my personal experience is you can't be, you know, doubtful. You can't be skeptical towards your intuition. You can't kind of be thinking like, okay, well, I feel like I should do this or I shouldn't do this, but I don't think it's right. You see, skepticism is built into negativity and pessimism. And so you have to believe in your own intuition. If you can't believe in yourself, how can other people believe in you? You know, there's that famous quote. Some of the most important decisions I ever made, when I listened to my intuition, it gave me a better outcome. And I think the reason for that is because you're aligning with your higher, truer self. You know, you're moving beyond these nuances, beyond these tiny little fuel efficiency and effectiveness and all this little bullshit, essentially. And you're moving into the truer, higher self. Like, to give you guys some examples, I dropped out of college three times. And all three times I knew. <laughs> all three times I knew that I had to do it. Looking back now, I wonder why I didn't make the decision earlier. I wonder why I even enrolled in these programs, knowing deep down that they weren't what I really wanted to do. Another example is both my corporate jobs that I quit. They were daunting, extremely, extremely scary decisions that I made because I didn't make those decisions with a, a true backup plan financially. I listen to my intuition and I just went with the whim. Now I'm not suggesting you guys to go do that, but my, my point that I'm trying to get across is the power of your intuition. If I have to go back to that, like I, I would kind of tell myself to relinquish that fear of the unknown and know yourself in order to know what you want. The thing is your heart never actually lies to you. It can be illogical, but it never lies to you. And if it's being illogical, the solution isn't to resist. The solution isn't to be like, I can't listen to my heart. My heart has turned numb. My heart is cold. The solution is to allow it to flow. In order to allow it to flow, you're 
allowing it to reveal this entire truth. Like, what does your heart actually want? This kind of leads into the next point I want to make about choices, which goes back to one thing that I learned and it's stuck to me since. Um, it was from about a few years ago when I was going to see a therapist, when I had, you know, the, the corporate checks. <laughs> um, what he told me was that all your decisions and your choices need to be based and aligned with your values. You can't just make decisions and choices just randomly as they come. So this ties into like what I was saying earlier. What I suggest is making a list of what your core values are. For example, I believe in keeping a green earth. I believe in never lying or hurting others. Um, I believe in art. I believe in creativity. Uh, I believe in energy. I believe in all these things and so on, right? Now, if I believe in keeping a green earth, even if there's a tiny little piece of garbage in my hand and I'm about to make the decision of should I just throw this on the ground or throw it in a garbage can, it immediately just, you know, lights up. If I believe in a green earth and I throw this on the ground, that doesn't align with what my values are. You know, this is such a tiny, tiny little example, but it even goes to bigger things. If I believe in self-expression, which I highly do, in fashion, in art, in makeup, in design, in every little thing to self-expression. If I believe in that, right? When it comes to me creating art and writing and journaling, which is really what my passion is, if it's a choice between that and aimlessly watching Netflix, for example, which one aligns with my actual values? You know, there's a time and place to relax. There's a time and place to allow your mind to just wander and just relax, you know? There's a time for that. But look at these decisions. Data is a huge, huge indicator of a lot of things. If you're noticing that you're choosing Netflix over journaling almost every single night, then that gives you an implication that, okay, listen, like, re like you relaxing is not the issue. You making that decision and actually standing on it is the problem. It even goes down into quantum physics. And I sometimes bring up a little bit of physics and and astronomy and things like that in my podcast. I feel like I should do a whole nother podcast for this, but I wanna tie it into something. So connection I wanna make is that your thoughts and decisions that we constantly go through and the way our atoms and the body and the universe works are aligned. On a quantum scale, which really just means like tiny atoms and particles, they're constantly 24 seven, asleep, awake, no matter what you're doing, they are constantly making decisions automatically. These, these happen, like I said, automatically. And when we step in and we try to alter our direction or our purpose and, you know, the direction our lives is going, we're essentially moving against the flow of ourselves. You know, some people never find their purpose. Some deny their whole lives. And they move in accordance with who they think they are, not who they actually are. And... You know, there's, there's a really, really famous Drake line, which he says, um, it's real when you are who you think you are. And it kind of ties into this, what I'm trying to say. When you recognize who you are, your choices and your decisions also become aligned to that. You know, don't be ashamed of your so-called flaws. Recognize your strengths. Use, also recognize your weaknesses. Use what the universe has given you to your advantage. What may be your strength maybe someone else's weakness and you're considering it a weakness of yours. It's so, so, so vital to understand who are you? What type of person are you? What type of qualities do you have? 
what can you use based on what you're trying to achieve in life the wisdom that we get over time as we grow old and as we gain experience it's on a cellular level the degeneration of your human body as you grow old and it brings in new cells and the, that that cycle slows down in my opinion the old cells don't just die off because it's kind of like what Stephen Hawking said about a black hole where whatever goes inside a black hole doesn't just get erased the first law of thermodynamics says energy cannot be created nor destroyed so the information in, in our old cells as we grow old don't just evaporate and just disappear it's almost like spiritually it recycles and you know they retain their information and they provide more i guess profound experiences and depth to your perspectives keep in mind that the best choice also doesn't usually mean the easiest one unfortunately the best ones are actually the hardest ones and the moment you stop you know chasing the easy things in life and you start valuing and and seeing the beauty in the hard things in life the sooner you realize that that's where the true beauty is everybody hates doing laundry everybody hates washing dishes everybody hates cooking not everybody but you know people are lazy to do it there's excellence there's not perfection but i guess excellence in everything that we do and we can strive for that we can try to achieve that because why not you know the next time you procrastinate on something ask yourself who am i really does this align with who i am am i the type of person that sits down and and scrolls on instagram 24/7 what type of person does that make you i'm not trying to put anyone down who's on instagram you know what i mean or on twitter that's not the point here the point here is to kind of evaluate yourself and and recognize your habits and what you do and try to put it together to see are you happy with the person you're becoming these things that you do on a daily basis may not seem much those tiny little choices but those are the ones that actually make up who you are those big ones those daunting ones if you're consistently consistently failing on your small ones the probability that those big choices are also going to be a failure are higher so conquer the small conquer the the tiny little things and it'll almost be like magic where the bigger things in your life will fall into place because not only have you basically put your foot on the throat of your own self and allowing yourself to grow into a better you but you're also forcing these bigger habits and these these bigger choices to be more aligned with who you are So my big takeaways from this episode, I would say the biggest one is to take the time, doesn't take long, to actually sit down and write out what your values are. And for a while, just just experiment. I'm not saying, you know, after you listen to this episode, sit down and try to make every little change in your life that you can and go extremely ham. No, for a moment just experiment. and look at what are your habits what are you doing consciously be aware of certain choices that you're making and without actually like forcing yourself to make a different choice what are your normal choices what are your normal outcomes and play around with it look at your values see do they align with these choices that you're making on a smaller basis 
you have this grand scheme of things of who you are and who you want to meet, who you want to be, does that align with who you are on a daily basis? These choices will always be here and we're always going to be making choices. You can't run away from that. Even your act of sitting here and listening to this, whether you've stopped or you've continued, in and of itself is a choice. And that gets smaller and smaller. These choices will always be here. The only difference is the person making the choice, AKA you. Also another key takeaway from this episode that I wanna, I wanna just conclude is that there's a, a huge advantage in going with the flow versus resisting. I touched on this a little bit and I wanna bring that up because when you resist, a lot of your mental and physical energy is going towards resisting. That doesn't leave a lot of energy for anything else. I've resisted a lot of things in my own mental space and things that I thought were not who I am. And so I resisted consistently. And you realize that resistance actually doesn't bring growth. Let me give you an example. If you're a fish in a river and you're swimming against the flow of the river, there's a certain point, there's a break-even point where you actually stop moving. You're neither moving with the flow, but you're, you're, you're not moving against it either because the amount of force that you're putting is equaling out the force of the river pushing you down. I hope that makes sense. Follow me on this. The opposite end, if you put the exact same amount of energy, you're actually moving twice the speed of the river. So the goal isn't to increase your resistance. The goal is to find out how do you move with the flow? What does that look like for you? Because everyone's is gonna be different. Just because I do a certain thing doesn't mean you have to do a certain thing and vice versa. You have to find your own flow. And I guess that encompasses the art of life, the art of living, how one can live life happy successful, efficient, and just at peace. That's, that's why I think there's true strength in knowing what going with the flow looks like for you. I really do hope that a lot of the stuff that I said today does resonate with you guys. I really do want you to be introspective and to think about your own life in, in completely different ways. So I hope this did provide a new perspective or a different perspective or it added to your perspective and i hope there's some little tiny change that you can make that can allow you to grow that that's the whole reason of this podcast and these episodes are therapeutic for me to just even be formulating my thoughts and coming up with this content so in a sense i actually appreciate you guys for listening because that gives me an opportunity to not only look within myself for answers, but also look within myself for answers for you guys. And I think that's big. So I really do appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, once again, please like, comment, subscribe. If you guys have comments, if you want to share stories, by all means, I'm open to everyone and everything. So I do hope you enjoyed this episode and stay safe and I hope you guys enjoy your day.